Hello and welcome to Tracks, Brighton's premier music podcast. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 79. 79! <laughs> yep! Yeah. Was that like your American football thing? Like, no, it was a, a kind of a, a new girl thing. 29? Oh, is that a reference? Yeah. Hopefully you got that listeners at home, because I definitely didn't. Uh, <laughs> we've got a real music-heavy episode coming for you this week. Um, we've gone for something slightly different, but if you think we give you a lot of tunes normally, this is copious amounts. Mm. I hope you brought your bags for life, because you're going to be taking these home with you. Uh, anyway, we're going to see you in a certain place. Can anyone guess where it might be? Why, that would be the flip side. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How are you? I am fantastic, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Um, feeling a little bit like it's Monday. And this episode has to come out on Tuesday, so I'm feeling a little bit manic and stressed. A bit tense. But, yeah. Um, but I'm going to ease my way through that uh, tension in my shoulders and in my lower back. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to power nice on through. tone to your voice there, too. Really? Should yeah. I talk about that all the time? Yeah. I, I feel like I stopped doing it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. And I was, you're back to that lost squeaky it. little Tim. <laughs> Squeaky? I'm not I'm joking. I realised that when I was being outraged at being squeaky then, that was probably the squeakiest I've ever been. By the way, listeners, if he's pitch shifted that in production, <laughs> then I will be annoyed. It'll take me ages to find out how to do that. Well, it took me you... ages to find the bloody reverb or the, the echo that yeah. I put on last week's episode. Did you make it deeper as well? No, I just added a bit of a like a room echo thing. It was nice. Yeah. Although there was the moment where you said, I'm not going to be bothered to put sound effects in, and you had put sound effects in. So. Yeah, I know. Well, I thought about taking that bit out, but I didn't. Fu- bit of... Future you was mugging past you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, does, he has no trust in the editor in me. No. I won't do that. And I'm like, I am doing it. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I've... Interesting. I mean, it's not really for podcast. Uh, what? A consumption this but um <laughs> you've ripped something off your jeans no well yeah when i thought <laughs> I, I said to you earlier that the belt buckle had come off my jeans harry and <laughs> listeners that that is what had happened they're not jeans they're woolly trousers um but i've just gone to scratch my back and realized that where the sort of you know the loop the belt loop thing yeah like that's come off and it's left a hole in the back of my ass. <laughs> So I now have a hole in my lovely, like that, lovely trousers. As I was telling you about my editing techniques, all you were doing was filling with your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm ever doing when you're talking. <laughs> but let's not get back to last week's episode or the week before, whatever it was. Poo gate, as I like to call yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Can uh, Also, listeners should know that I cut out about another 40 minutes of poo chat. So much poo chat. <laughs> Unbelievable. Arguably funnier than what we left in, but because I think worse. I think (laughs) the thing is, listeners. I mean, I don't think we have to really address why that happened. Um, but you know, some of the podcasts we like best, um, they they have quite a lot of toilet talk and toilet humour. And I think as soon as the floodgates opened for us after seventy-seven episodes, it all just came gushing out. Which, when we're talking about poo talk, is not (laughs) the nicest (laughs) turn of phrase. Unintended. Um. But yeah, apologies for that if you were offended. Yeah. Sorry, mum. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, have you had a good week? I've had a pretty nice week, thank you. Um, should I do the normal bit? Work was hard. Yeah. Trains. Ugh. So it's all been kind of going towards this Saturday um, where we were going to go and see Buddha Blood. Uh Band, which you'll know the name of. We've had Dan on. We've had Ben. Uh, we are soon, maybe, you know, possibly gonna maybe have them on. Probably next week. We're hoping, but don't hold us to that, listeners. If we can, um, we went to go and see them play with their, um, what is it? EP opening launch. launch launch party launch party, which was really fun. Yeah, and we had a really wicked night. We did. It was Harry's biannual big night out. <laughs> Shut up. 
uh, and you. I was up for it. Yeah, you took me completely by surprise by because I was I was hanging in there for most of the night. But then when you were well, because I I'd had a big Friday night. Yeah, you did. Um, I had a big Friday sleep. <laughs> yeah, you did. You had a sixteen hour sleep, thirteen hour sleep. Was that? Saturday morning. That yeah. was the, your massive sleep was Friday night to Saturday morning. Yeah, I fell asleep when I got home, and I fell asleep at like twelve, and I didn't wake up till about one, <laughs> like or maybe like two. <laughs> so I much just, too much sleep. Yeah, I woke up, looked at the clock, and was like, oh <laughs> no! And I, I worked out it doesn't work as I thought. I thought, well, I've caught up on sleep. It doesn't work like that. Though. You haven't got like a set amount of sleep. No, I sometimes feel week. worse if I have a really long sleep. I didn't feel good. Like it kind of ruined my Sunday. Even on, like, a, a weekday when I'm working in the morning. So, I mean, apologies. I've uh, <laughs> probably sound like uh, people think, oh, my God, get a real job. But I get up at, like, eight, half eight on a work day. Um, and sometimes I think, right, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed at, like, ten. And that I feel dreadful when I go to bed at ten. Like, when I, you I go to sleep at ten? Sometimes. You see, I couldn't do that. Because there's certain... Uh, we've already... My, I'm bet- yeah, we have. I'm between half eleven to two. Yeah. There's just certain things that put me to sleep. Most night, Pretty much every night I'll go to bed at midnight. That's like my moment. It's like, right, I'm going to sleep now. But if I'm really tired, I'll go... I've gone to sleep at ten and I'll wake up feeling crap. Like, I, yeah. ten hours is too much for me. Yeah. And five hours isn't enough for me. No. That's um, not enough for anyone. I did have a little Goldilocks zone in like kind of the mid, middle of the year where I was going to sleep at 12, waking up at 7. And like I had, it was lovely. Like I had no problems. I was awake during the day and it was cool. Um, and then I kind of slipped back into it because I don't get a lot of me time, Tim. No, you I don't. So I'm just like avidly trying to like do something yeah. that isn't. Or being on a train or being in London and I'm just like watching the latest anything porn <laughs> no <laughs> what's that um, so yeah I mean it's, it's getting a bit weird but yeah. I'm a healthy person now Tim so yeah, you are. Uh, things are getting a bit easier for, I'm less yeah. tired now anyway I mean I think it it sums up where we are in our lives right now that uh, talk about a night out turns into to sleep <laughs> <laughs> but we did have a big night out we did, yeah. We, uh, like you say, the EP launch party, we saw the Get Rids, who we previously played on this podcast before. Uh, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Then it was Skinny Milk were up. And then the main show, it was kind of, I think, I'm not quite sure how many Buddha Bud shows I've seen, but tens oh, for yeah. sure. Like over 25. Many, many, many. 30. But I think the best set they've ever played in, Without a shadow in front of, of me and a, a packed room. Everyone yeah. really excited, everyone really loving it. Um, I was really proud of them, watching them. They did a brilliant job, it was a great night. Um, yeah, really, really fun. And yeah. then we went on and we danced the night away. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't expect... I was... I was. Uh, I think we sat outside for a bit. Um, we were with our friend, uh, shout out Grace, who was wanting to leave, I believe. I remember saying her yeah. saying, we need to move on. So I thought that was kind of the, the alarm... For for everyone to go um yeah. but i stuck around i was very much about to get a taxi with jack and hannah yeah and uh no you said something about a led zeppelin night and i was like i could do that yeah before we knew it you were slut dropping quite literally oh no because we went to mesmerist first didn't we you went yeah. to mesmerist first yeah mm, that was uh different <laughs> really throwing woke, some shapes i woke up the next morning with knees that really hurt and I had forgotten why there was that and I was also <laughs> running around kicking the air yeah. I, I, I get quite active when, mm, when, uh, you really were yeah I was just I was just enjoying it I remember doing some fast feet dance <laughs> to some like swing tune or something yeah I remember you doing that like faster than quite I think good. I've ever moved quite good to be fair really yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what that was, but my legs still hurt. Yeah. And it's two days previous. Well, that's not a good sign. But no. all was good. Although, again, I'm going to rewind a tiny bit because I think you know what I'm going to mention. But I've still got PTSD because of a oh, certain yeah. moment in the night. Probably the best thing I've ever seen <laughs> him do. It wasn't. Honestly, I'm traumatised. I, I sit there like... I can imagine. Sometimes it just pops back into my head. Um, so, 
And I just, I can't, I can't. So me, Tim, and uh, like a couple of other guys, we, we were just kind of sat there talking, and Tim just kind of edged away to the side, and we thought... Oh, I went to the toilet, is what I did. No, you didn't. You were, you just kind of looked, you looked to your left, and kind of walked away from the conversation. And we were, I was just thinking, yeah. oh, where's he going? And he walks up to this uh, <laughs> lady with um, blonde hair, much like a friend we have. And he wraps his arms around her, like around her neck, and you're like, hi. And she turns around with shock and horror. (laughs) And as she slowly turns around, Tim's going, oh, I am so sorry. And there was a moment when you like, you dropped, like your whole body just slumped. You put your arms on your knees and kind of went down and looked to the floor like he just missed I the was, penalty to win the yeah, World Cup I was absolutely horrified I'd gone up and hugged a stranger <laughs> and <laughs> oh I was so convinced it was that it was our friend I was in stitches but I was also very very much I empathised with you because I know that if that had happened to me I would have probably been sick yeah uh, I, <laughs> I did not know what to do like I'm not, you know that like phrase of like he just wants the ground to swallow him up. Like I don't think I've ever yeah. felt like that before. But honestly, if a sinkhole had formed underneath me and I'd just fallen into <laughs> like, the centre of the earth, I'd be like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that I'd have been, I would have played it out nicely and just been a bit funny and that. But she was having none of it. I mean, she, she I thought when she turned around, she was quite smiley. I no, was... I think that's what you're trying to make it sound better. She looked mortified. Everyone was mortified. And the worst thing about it was, right, listeners, you know, when, like, one of the most embarrassing things that could possibly happen to you, the last <laughs> thing you want is to realise that two of your best mates are stood less than a two feet away from you just staring at you and laughing me and, it's like it'd all been seen me and Dan turned at each other <laughs> and stared each other in the eye we were like oh my god and we would our reaction was just I wish it was recorded like it was something from a, a sitcom yeah it was certainly very uh, Curb, Enth- Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. of you it was hideous um, so yeah I'm very much still in the recovery stage of accepting that that was a thing that happened. I don't believe we uh, told you about, and I don't think he's a listener, so this is fine. Um, we, I won't get too into it, but I don't know if you are updated on the fact that a stranger got into a taxi with us. Um, just kind of tried, tried to follow follow us home. Um, and he, he kind of stuck with us for a while. Uh, obviously, Grace wasn't really having any of it. And he said, oh, I live by Seven Dials or whatever. So then the taxi driver took us to Seven Dials, and he's like, I live by the seafront. But Grace was like, no, you should Seven Dials. And I got out, and he got out. And we closed the door, and we drove on, and it was like, <laughs> we've just taken him really, like, quite far away from the seafront. But just, I don't know, I, th- I don't think he had good intentions. He was a bit of a, a bit drunk. Yeah. A bit weird. He sounds like he was trying to sneak a little sneaky trick. He was trying to <laughs> sneak a little sneaky trick. That's exactly what I think he was doing. Yeah. And uh, that was a very odd end to the evening. Was that the Fonz? That was the Fonz, yeah. Yeah. Just oh, quiet. And, uh, classic just Fonz, that. It was classic Fonz. Just yeah. being sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. We don't like that. No. No. But that was the end of the night, and it was five o'clock. I haven't done that for ages. <sighs> so late. I really wasn't feeling good on Sunday morning. I honestly thought it was two o'clock, or one o'clock. I don't know where the time went. Who knows where the time goes, as the song goes. <laughs> <laughs> um... But do you have a musical highlight of the week? I do. Ooh! You'll be happy to know. I feel that was one of my less graceful segues. Ooh! No, the bit before that, where just I abruptly said, do you have a musical highlight of the week? Normally I try and work it in. This time, none of that. You're not, not I'm straight to the point. Anymore. Yeah. It's a Monday night. I want to go home. <laughs> so my highlight this week is somebody who I've very briefly shown you, Tim. Uh, but not too extensively. Um, it is a South African artist uh, from Cape Town. He is a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, producer. It is Gourmet. Gourmet? Yes. Do you remember me showing you this? Um, Vaguely. That name is ringing a bell. Um, yeah. 
And it, let me just see if I do remember. Isn't the name of either a song or an EP or something also something a bit food related? Delicious. Delicious, yes. yes. <laughs> Which is a song I may play, but there's so many that I could, so I haven't quite decided yet. Um, he's part of an independent label, a collective multidisciplinary studio, 1991, which have two other artists from uh, South Africa as well. Excellent. And uh, also Cape a great Town name. Specifically. One of the great years. A very good year. A lovely website. Oh, you'd love it too. Ooh. It is beautiful. They've, they've really got like um, a real eye for detail. Like they are quite a, I wouldn't say odd bunch. I, what's like a complimentary word for odd? Interesting. Interesting. Unique. unique lovely um, words. Intriguing. Intriguing. I like the look you gave out of the window. <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> yeah, they are a very kind of unique set of, or group of guys. Um, music that kind of varies. And the, the, guys, the guy I'm going to show you, uh, Gourmet, is kind of a... Um, he's a mix of indie pop... Uh, trip hop, electro bop, um, kind of. I I relate him to Glass Animals, um, Shamir. Maybe like there's there's a song specifically that sounds a bit folsy. Okay, like a very kind of indie and like a new kind of take on indie, which I I love at the moment. The, the kind of the indie music that sounds like it's borrowing from other areas. Um, yeah what you seem to like and if i may you may is um i think we've noticed in a few of your we we me and the listeners we've had a little chat and we've all noticed it um it's basically i think um it's very much people like you there's a there's a movement of a load of indie people who clearly like odd future and there's kind of a crossover between the two and it seems like quite a lot of these kind of things sort of merge those two yeah, worlds. I think there's a certain dress to yeah. these kind of, and there's there's just a, a, this funky element to them. Like they're they it's very. Um, I wouldn't say experimental. I'd just say um, not afraid to kind of move out of its, you know, kind of um, paint outside the lines kind of band. Nice. I like the sound of that. Yeah. I think that's very a nice. that's a descriptive phrase we've never used on the podcast. No. No, and I liked it. I feel very proud of myself. <laughs> I think I'm going to call it a day. Um, so yeah, and, and I mean, I could really play a number of tunes by them because they are um, fantastic. Uh, I think my if if you're uh, if you're willing to go and listen to them, which you should be, there's a new single there. You go, which is fantastic, and one, probably one of my favourite songs, Yellow. Um, but I am going to play a song called Delicious because it's it's the weirdest one. It's the kind of boppiest one. It's 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 got a big sound. It's it's luscious. It's just it's it is absolutely delicious. Um, a little rude, um, but we'll we'll get onto that. Who oh, no. Um It's so a yeah, blue for the dads. Let, let's play the tune for the blue dads <laughs> and whoever else. And uh, we'll come back. Nice. This is delicious by Gourmet. All night, all right, you're proper. The real bad man, Phil Popper. Watch out, pants, because I'm a hard cunt. And I won't think twice before I pop, yeah. I'm popular with binoculars. Don't see me before I'm on top of you. Ladies, 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 hold up. I'm fresh, like lettuce grit in my garden. The freshest, what's that? Don't get it, well trust me daddy, you're not getting it I'm a cannibal, much like an animal And I'm tangible, like a little Cold like a blizzard, clean out your fridges I'm covered in syrup, but I'm delicious Yeah, I'm delicious Delicious I'm delicious Yeah, delicious So that was gourmet, what do you think? I really liked it Um, Like you say, very interesting Yeah Instrumental, a bit like one of our songs of the year last year, Rinse and Repeat. Um, some like, yeah. similar vibes in there, but um, when you said South African, not the not the vocal I was expecting at all. Um, Very London sounding, isn't it? Yeah, and also like big Rostam vibes for me. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Interesting. 
different. Um, well, funny enough, I mean, um, the, the two other artists on that 1991 label are kind of go along the route of um, more techno, kind of more house vibes. Right. So um, this one is very different. Yeah. You know, my favourite. I think it's always just nice to see an artist doing something a bit different, isn't it? Um, mm. You know, I, I feel like I haven't really heard anything yeah. like that before, so. And lots of variety in his tunes now as yeah. well. Yeah. Cool. So nice. A good one. A, a good one this one. week. Thank you. Well done. What are you going to offer us? I'm going to offer something that I'm not sure if it's good or not and I've Amazing. sent to you earlier in the week asking you if you think it's good or not we've yeah, kind of covered it oh oh he's done that <laughs> uh, so we've kind of between ourselves had this conversation a little bit um, but increasingly I find that I do think it's good um, the song is called Suitable and it's by an artist called Nick J.D. Hodgson um, for people who maybe are uninitiated in the world of Nick J.D. Hodgson, he was formerly just Nick Hodgson, and back then he was the drummer in the Kaiser Chiefs, original drummer, uh, original songwriter, worked, did the first four albums with them, uh, you know, a key part in their early success. And as people know, I'm, you know, uh, in a position where I am a big Kaiser Chiefs fan for whatever reason. And, um, He's someone I've always followed, kind of, the stuff he's done afterwards. He went and uh, has done a load of writing and producing uh, work with other artists. He's got a studio in North London um, called Tudio. Um But he's worked with people like Mark Ronson, Hertz, um, a number of other kind of quite big names. Uh, Jesse Ware, I think. Some quite good people, but he's said, and he said that uh, for a long time he had no real desire to go out and sort of make his own music again until sort of summer last year where he started writing songs and thinking, actually, do you know what? I, these are my songs. They're not for other people, whether it's because he was kind of uh, talking about his own life or it was just like he had a particular vision for them that he really wanted to put across. He thought, actually, I think I might do something on my own. Um, so he's got an album coming out, uh, I think early next year. So there's a bit of a wait, but he's put out his first single, which is called Suitable, like I say. And it's this kind of... Um, Quite sweet, um, quite simple in some ways. Love song. Um, it is simple with a kind of an odd uh, kind of take on lyrics. Yeah, and it was one of the things. Like I say, he was one of the song principal songwriters in the early days of the Kaiser Chiefs, and he always had an interesting turn of phrase. I think um, you know they won an Ivan Novello for uh, the first album, Employment, because you know lyrically it was quite intelligent and quite you know ter things turned in different exciting directions when you least expected it to um and this kind of does a, a similar thing but like i say in a, in a more in a more simple way and i, th I think there's just something like i say kind of sweet about it, it reminds me Enduring. a little bit of um well two things one it reminds me of something that actually funny enough i was listening to an old episode that we did a while ago um and you can hear the excitement in our voices when i brought up this song then uh, which is The Ordinary Boys, I Love You. Because, like, yeah, that's another song that's, like, a bit sickly sweet, but there's mm. also you kind of... It knows it is a little bit. There's a kind of um, a self-awareness in the sickly sweetness. And another song that, again, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago um, on the, the Liam and Noel Gallagher one, when I spoke about Songbird, and I liked the fact that... Um, Liam said she's a little pirate in my mind because I thought it was just like a, a a cute sort of interesting way of describing something and I like the fact that uh the chorus of this song he's kind of he's singing about I think his wife now um saying how he doesn't want to be with anyone else and his kind of um the climax of what he's saying and the kind of um so it's almost like the the best way he can think to describe the relationship is that they're suitable. And it's like, I think there's something quite endearing and unique about it. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's kind of, it's not the, you're the only person in the world for me and I could never be with anyone else. It's like, do you know what? We're suitable. Yeah. And that's kind of all that you could want in a partner. And I kind of, um, I kind of love that. And I think, um, 
obviously he was the drummer in Kaiser Chiefs and I really like the, the drumming in this I think it's recorded beautifully it's really really lush um, full sounding he said he used a lot of kind of 70s instruments to record it um, to get the to get the warmth in the audio that he was going for um, and I think he's done a really great job and whether or not this is um, what the rest of the album's going to sound like or not I'm not really sure I don't know if he'll kind of beef it up and do more of a kind of Kaiser Chiefs thing or he's going to keep it quite you know, minimal and like this, but either way, having, when I first heard it, thought, God, this is quite cheesy, you know, and then kind of got to a point where I asked you, is this good or is this cheesy? I've now come to the point of, it probably is cheesy, but I really like it, so I'm going to play it. The song is suitable, the artist is Nick J.D. Hodgson. quite a similar thought to you first time I heard it was I think with, with lyrics just quite that seem quite on the nose at the beginning mm. uh, it's it's quite easy to be like oh that's shit or like have a quite blunt view on it until you kind of take a step back and try to take it from more than just what it says on the yeah. um, you're right in that it is just this new take on a song and a kind of song we hear all the time and it's a really nice take on it and it's a very nice song as well, like melody-wise, it's just, it's nice. It's, it doesn't try to do too much, it yeah. does what it does quite sim- simply, like you said, it's quite simple. And it's nice, it, you know, it does what it wants to do, it's, it says what it wants to deliver. Yeah, yeah, and I think also it's quite interesting from a point of view of the artist himself, in that, you know, we think of the, the stuff he's most well-known for, um is you know things like I predict a riot oh my god you know but but I mean definitely that but like also you know it talks of being at a certain other point in your life where it's kind of all a bit things are up in the air and it's a bit angsty and you're kind of um, you know jumping about and this is like him coming back reintroducing himself as an artist in his own right and saying actually do you know what I'm really settled and happy it's like hmm interesting no nice there's a progression there so I'm interested to hear what the album's going to be like. Um, and yeah, I think early next year is when we're going to get that. Also, do you know what? Working in an industry I do, I've, I've I found it way too common to hear songs about someone not loving me. And like, kind of love songs that are just just a bit samey and annoying to hear. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to hear someone's like, someone's love song that is just very nice. It's like why people used to love banana pancakes and that. Yeah. it's just it feels very like genuine nice doesn't song. it yeah. and it feels very like um, not over elaborated on you know often like love songs make it all seem so grand and like this fairy tale it's like yeah. there's something very homely about that particular love song yeah nice one nice we did good kid <laughs> we did good and that brings to a close the musical highlight of the week. <laughs> so this week, listeners, for your hearing pleasure, auditory glory, as I believe you called it once. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we have decided to go back to something we did for the first time, how long ago now? Maybe two months ago? Pretty much. Back in the heart of the summer, which I'll tell you what now, listeners, it's bloody freezing cold outside and it's bitter and it gets dark at about two o'clock in the afternoon now. So the height of the summer feels an awfully long time ago. Um, yeah, and a far, and it's far away. Yeah. The next one. Oh, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> no, I know exactly what and you're saying. It's the far. It's a bleak, bleak, long stretch ahead of us. Although, for people like us, 
because we love Christmas, like that punctuates it. I find that from like December the 26th until it gets nice again, that's when I'm yeah. quite miserable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 27th for me. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of <laughs> You know what day. I mean. You know what I'm no, trying to say. No, I want to get a specifics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, way back in the summer, we uh, did a couple of episodes, one each, where we put together what we called our summer mixes. And not only did we absolutely love making them, we loved listening back to them, and we got really great feedback from all you guys that really enjoyed hearing like a big load of music. And we've kind of intended to do it again ever since, haven't we? Yeah. We have indeedy doodly dee. So what we're doing this week, listeners, is a musical mix. We're going to take three little sections each. I believe, am I right in saying, Harry, that we've gone five songs per section? We have gone five songs per section. That's a total of 30 songs you're about to get delivered. Yeah. Into your little eardrums. And it's going to be fine. And it's only going to cost you four pounds. (laughs) Straight into our PayPal. <laughs> you don't know it, but as soon as you get past this mark here, money yes. is coming our way. Yeah. From your... Contactless. Through your account. ears. That's how we do it. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> you up first. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I'm going to go for... kind of My first genre is chilling, which is a new genre. Chilling. <laughs> We've only done five episodes on chilling. <laughs> Sunday chilling, Friday night chilling... <laughs> Monday chilling, <laughs> chilling by the sea. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to do some kind of chill tracks that I really like, and a lot of them are new. Um, in fact, I think pretty much every one is kind of a new track bar one. Um, but I'm going to open it up with uh, Rex Orange County, who had his new album, Apricot Princess, which uh, I was unaware came out. And uh, I've gone back and it's absolutely wonderful. And I've listened to it many a time since, uh, about two weeks ago when I discovered its release. Um, So I'm going to start this all off with that, if that's cool. That is cool. Uh, So starting the chill section is uh, Nothing by Rex Orange County.
nice one, Harry. That was a beautiful, chilled way to start it up. Interesting that you decided to ease us in like that. Cheers, mate. Um, and I'm maybe going to go a little bit more upbeat, but I'm not going to get too heavy into it. Um, I'm going to go for something that I didn't put in my last mix, um, but really wanted to. I'm going kind of soul Motown type stuff. Lots of big female vocals, brass bouncy funkiness and uh, it's a genre that doesn't get enough um, coverage on this podcast so I'm yeah for two people that love it as well yeah uh, yeah ridiculous really but I'm so excited to bring five brilliant songs of that ilk and we're going straight in with Betty Wright here we go
Tim, thank you so much for that. It is great to have some of them tunes on this podcast. It's, it feels like too long since we had the last one. You're not so, so welcome. I feel I like remember. probably <laughs> like way back in like episode two when we <laughs> did a Northern Soul bit. <laughs> yeah, which is horrible. I mean, let's let's get onto an episode of that. Yeah, sort soon. Um, so my next genre and kind of section is kind of a hip hop R and B. Uh, soul kind of vibe and um, there's a lot of kind of new tunes in this and a couple of classics so um, we're going to open with a song that I've wanted to play for ages haven't found a, a time to play it and uh, you can't tell me what to do so I'm going to play it and, uh, so I'm going to open with Frank Ocean with uh, his latest single Provider you a natural blondie like Coco Sleeping on my belly in a loop like a serpent Talking heads rippling on the surface Eyes low, chin, every shoegazer Moonwalking, R.I.P. Stanley Kubrick You had you some birthdays, could you prove it? Show me the wisdom in your movement Show me some wisdom in your movement Feelings you provide, feelings you provide I know Also claustrophobic, I just won't help if My best friend's racist, my mother's homophobic I'm stuck in the closet, also claustrophobic I just wanna know shit, while we all love Young Thug Miserable America Assassinate my character Miserable America Sippin', I ain't never how I'm coming down And I don't care how long it take you to get here Nigga, I need something now My feet can't ever touch the ground I need it every morning Need a little form I'm sleeping Everybody want it, I just go and get it Nigga, why you mad at me? It's another night I keep a sweet one Peace, 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 peace Power Death operator Rock the data Amazing flavor Yo, the way I feel Sometimes it's too hard to sit still Things are so passionate, times are so real Sometimes I try to chill, mellow down, blow a smoke A smile on my face, but it's really no joke You feel it in the street that people breathe without hope They're going through the motion, they're dimming down the focus The focus get clear, then the light turns sharp And the eyes grow teary, the mind grow weary I speak it so clearly, sometimes y'all don't hear me I push it past the base, no nations got to feel me I feel it in my bones black, I'm so wide awake That I'm hardly ever sleeping Silence 
Beautiful. Bouncing. If anything. Sick. Were you bouncing in that bit? Bouncing. It was smooth. It was cool. <laughs> it was all the words it to describe you, Harry. All of the things. Yeah. 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 Literally, they are my top words when I look at you. They appear in my mind. Bouncy, smooth and cool. Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> so... From there, um, almost, you could say, provoked by the fact that you came straight in with Frank Ocean. You can't tell me what I can do. So I'm going to go with some really quite dark, melodic indie. I like that shit, mate. But even darker and more melodic than you are like. We're going guitar as hell. Good. Good. <laughs> We're starting with Lower Dens. <laughs> with a great little cover which I think you'll um, enjoy the sort of moment of revelation of what it's a cover of really? yeah. nice. so yeah here we go Lower Dens coming in so many have paid to see what you think you're getting for free the woman is wild she can't
one, Tim. Um, I love that stuff. So, and I love lower dens as well. So that was nice. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was. That's all I set out to do. I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to go into comfort zones, then don't be surprised when I, I love go your comfort zone, Tim. Dark melodic I'm always indie. inside your comfort zone. <laughs> the listeners are not meant to know about that. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take this up, I'm going to kick it up a notch, and we're going to start getting a bit spiky. Let's get a bit colourful. Let's get a bit crazy. We're going to go psyche. We're going to go psyche rock. We're going to go some modern stuff. We're going to go some classics. And I can't wait. So we're going to open up with a band that I discovered today called uh, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. (laughs) Uh, There's no better way to start off. And uh, yeah, so let's kick off with Cornflake.
genre and I'll tell you what I told I said on my summer mix I seem to remember that I didn't really know genres we don't we're rubbish at these kind of categories categorization we're rubbish at that kind of stuff we just we just hear music um but often like, I say genre and I know it's probably not right. yeah exactly putting things in boxes but um I'm gonna go for vaguely kind of afro beat afro pop kind of Quite vintagey stuff. This is all from like the sixties, seventies, eighties. Nice. Very much from that part of the world, with a similar kind of a beat running through it and a vibe, but from really uh, varied artists from different nations coming into one little mix and making what I think is really, really good. I'm 
Listeners, that brings to a close my third and final section of this mix. Therefore, our sixth and final and the end of the show. Do very genuinely let us know what you think of these more music heavy episodes because obviously it's a bit of a departure from what we normally do. I feel like I'm going home. I'm going to be talking my housemate's ears off because I haven't done enough talking tonight. Um, Normally I go home and I'm just like, don't talk to me. I'm like, talk to me. (laughs) Why is my voice going this way? (laughs) Help me. (laughs) But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, It's been a pleasure as always. We love you and we will see you next week. Until then, I have been 10. <laughs> been Tammy Abrahams. <laughs> Until then, I have been Tim. And I have been Harry. And this has been Tracks. See you later. Tara. Now listen to me, people. I've got something to tell you. I see a rainbow in the sky.